Hi, listener. KZMU News is out today for the holiday weekend. So right now, we are rebroadcasting a cozy feature about Moab's living room, the Grand County Public Library. This feature first aired in volume two of our audio magazine, Great Tape. The theme was neighborhood. When we were putting the audio magazine together, I got to thinking, what makes up a neighborhood? It seems like a good one has some central feature or gathering spot, a place to meet up, a hub that can bring together a lot of different types of people. So if you consider the entire Moab community as one big neighborhood, well, where is that hub? I kind of think it's on Center Street. You know, if you want to read a book, you can just grab it and put it back back when you're done. Or like if you want to take it home, you can borrow it for free. And like, it's just a place to like calm down, be quiet, relax. That's Jonathan. I'm speaking to him in what's affectionately known as Moab's Living Room, the Grand County Public Library. The afternoon light is sending huge streaks of dappled sunshine over us as we speak. Jonathan says he's here like every other Friday. And when he walks in, it's undeniable. There's a pervasive sense of calm, like how some people feel kicking back at home. Like, just whenever I get the opportunity to, it's just a calm, relaxing feeling that you need every once in a while. Like, you can literally, like, I literally feel the calm. All because there's so much green in this room. Jonathan's right. There is a lot of green in this room. Look around and plants are everywhere, helping with that calming effect. Actually, the more you spend time in the Moab Library, the more you notice. There's just so much to take in, so much information to explore. I guarantee no two people are doing exactly the same thing at the same time. I know because I've asked them. It's got a fantastic collection of DVDs, and I'm big on old whodunits, black and whites from the 50s and early 60s. Um, Did you know the library has a collection of detective DVDs? Did you know that people were still checking out DVDs? And then there's people who come for the community puzzle. It's a big one, always out on the table near the front desk. People pass by, sit down with it, chip away at it. Uh, When I was down and out, they had puzzles. I put thousand-piece puzzles together, so it was a godsend for me. When I didn't have any money, <laughs> I thought, well, visit to the library. Uh, and many times, it has saved my life, actually, when I went through a divorce. And so it's been my friend. This friend can help you find books, too. Maybe you introduce yourself with your earth name, Joshua, but suddenly in the philosophy section, it dissolves and you become one with the universe. Uh, When a book is needed, it will find you. I found a book here that's kind of eluded me for about six months. They had a book that I haven't been able to read. It's been really kind of like an oasis, but real. You know, it's a desert, but this is, it's tangible. It's, I'm not hallucinating. This is, there are books here and it's great. It's not a hallucination. People do so much at the library. Staff say they have about 500 people on average walking in and out of these doors every day. And each one of them needs a slightly different thing. Assistant Director Meg Flynn likens the library to the room of requirement. 
It's from a popular young adult novel, a room that changes to suit whatever particular need you might have at the moment. Like you go in there and whatever it is that you're looking for, like, do you need internet access? Do you need a recipe because you have like way too much broccoli at your house? Like, do you need to know what the phone number to the, I don't know, hospital is? Like, it just doesn't matter. Like when you come into this space, you have a question or a need and the library will become the solution to what you're looking for. That's pretty much right there in the mission of the Grand County Public Library, a free, accessible resource that connects people, information, and ideas. Library is the place where you don't have to ever believe something or buy something to come in here and stay and enjoy the space. Everyone is welcome. It is a third space. It is the place that people go that's not home, that's not work, that is an uh, you know, a very important part of their community. Carrie Valdez, director of the Grand County Public Library. She's worked here for at least 22 years. I know, she can't believe it either. I don't feel that old, but I must be. <laughs> yeah, over 22 years. And while rounding the corner to her second decade at the library, Valdez said she had a life-changing experience. One that made her start questioning big things. Like, is the Moab Library as free and accessible as it claims to be? In classic, someone should write a book about this tone, Valdez says the being who ushered in these questions was an orphan dressed in a black and white tuxedo. A cat who showed up at the library and refused to leave. When he first started coming in, I was told, hey, there's a cat in the library. And I'm like, get the cat out. You can't have a cat, you know. And I told staff, don't feed him and don't name him. We don't need a cat. We can't have a cat. We're a public building. I don't know who to talk to. I don't know how you get permission to have a cat. I can't use public monies to buy cat food. Like, we, you, <laughs> you can't have a cat. You can't have a library cat. Okay, there was a lot of stress about this cat. Library staff found out that its family did indeed move away. So the cat really didn't have anywhere else to go. Heartstrings unmoved. Director Valdez doubled down and tried to level with it. The cat and I engaged in a battle of wills that took about two months, and I lost. And I explained all the reasons we couldn't have a cat, and he looked at me and he said, those are you problems, you have a cat. The whole debacle with the cat, whose name is Cosmo, by the way, and is doing just fine, he now has a featured column in the Moab Sun News, he has t-shirts and stickers with his face on them. Anyway, the whole debacle over Cosmo the cat was a big moment for her. It was one of the things that started this idea of, wait, why are we doing this? You know, why, why are we doing what we're doing? Valdez went back to the mission of the library to be a free and accessible resource. She started examining that. There's this thing in, in libraries called vocational awe, and it's this idea that libraries are inherently good, and so you can't question any of what they do, right? And, and Cosmo is, is the thing that taught me that you have to question what you do. You, you have to recognize that as good as public libraries are, there's systemic racism built into public libraries. And so we have to look at what we're doing and why we're doing it. And just because we've always done it that way is a really bad reason to keep doing it. Um, and, and honestly, I, the cat is the reason <laughs> that we looked at all this. Because I, he said, yeah, you now have a library cat. And now go forward and be a different library. And so we're trying. So for the past five years, the Moab Library has been embracing its Cosmo era. They started with late fees, got rid of them. They figured the folks who can least afford the fees are the ones most affected by them. 
and staff didn't want people staying away from the library forever because of a lost or a late book. Late fees had to go. Next, they moved on to library cards, made it easier to get one. In the past, you might have needed a mortgage statement or some tax information. Not anymore. They made sure all residents, not just local homeowners, could easily get a library card. And they created a handy student card with the school district for local kids. Speaking of local kids, the library created the Kids Cafe. Before the Cosmo era, students would pour in after school telling staff, I'm hungry. The policy used to be, sorry kid, you're out of luck. Now, in the Cosmo era, they coordinated with the Utah Food Bank and local churches to provide snacks. They realized kids were coming to a safe space to do their homework or meet their friends while the adults in their lives were working. The library's motto around kids and snacks became, sure, let's see what we can do. Next, they turned to mobile technology. Staff wanted to make sure community members had equitable access to the internet. A few grants helped the library offer mobile hotspots and Chromebooks for checkout. Oh, I do have a story here, so I'll lower the music. Here's Valdez. We had a patron that was attending Arches Adult Education, was about ready to give up. He was trying to get his GED, was about ready to give up because he did not have internet at his house. He did not have a computer. He worked at least two, maybe even three kitchen-type jobs, dishwasher, back-of-the-house back type jobs at different restaurants. And he would come to the library at 1 in the morning because this is where the Wi-Fi was to try to submit assignments, to take tests, to do what he needed to do to get his GED. And through a partnership with Arches Adult Education, we received a small collection of hotspots and Chromebooks. And we were able to check out to him a hotspot and a Chromebook where he could keep it with him at all times. And so in between jobs, if he was on a break, he could use the hotspot, use the Chromebook, and do his work. He brought those in at the end of the time in schooling where he had received his GED, and he was in tears. He said, thank you, I would have never gotten this GED if I had not have had this hotspot and this laptop. Um, and then later found out that he had gotten a full-time benefited job because he now had a high school equivalency that he could put on his applications. And that is a story that from that second, we will never not circulate hotspots because it had, I mean, this is a real life impact on somebody. The Grand County Public Library first opened well over a century ago in a corner of the old county courthouse. It held just a few hundred donated books. Over the years, the library moved a few times. They kept expanding and transforming alongside Grand County. And this new Cosmo era is no different. Mobile technology, kids' cafe, better library cards, eliminating late fees, not to mention extensive adult and child programming. It's all an attempt to keep growing alongside the community, getting both to where they want to be. For the library, that's to their mission, to be a free, accessible resource connecting people, information, and ideas. The hub of the Moab neighborhood. What do you like about the library? Can you tell us? Are there some really cool books? Are there really cool books and toys? I always have fun here. No, you say it. You want me to say it for you? Yeah. Well, my son Desmond loves coming to the library so that he can pick out 
cool fun books and play with cool fun toys and we just love coming to the library can you tell us what your favorite toys are here um the dinosaurs you like the dinosaur toys yes yeah i have a son who is going to be 18 next week but i remember very fondly from the time he was really tiny coming to the library all the time for story hour with miss charlotte and then coming in he would pick out books and we had to come back every week so now that he is uh getting ready to go to college <laughs> we cleaned out a lot of things and there are a bunch of books like little kid books and series that he read when he was older that uh we thought we should share with the next group so that's why we're dropping them off sometimes i come here just because i want a quiet spot and a comfy chair and i'll just come here and like zone out or do a puzzle to me, it's like a warm hug when I come here. Um, it's kind of like the sticker they have. Like, I came to Moab to hike, but I stayed for the library. The library is pretty good and peace and quiet. And I like the computer. They're pretty great. And the seats are comfortable, too. And the cat keeps his company and makes his happy joy and stuff like that. I see him and I pet him. He's pretty fun to play the toys with him too and stuff like that. I get the long toy one and I move around, he try to hit it. Yeah, it's so cute. The library is actually pretty awesome. Yeah, it's very helpful. Like with, um, we come from the reservation so we get laptops and hotspots. Especially if it's portable and it can go out of area, then that's, wow. Who would have thought of that? Well, I like the juvenile section. My sister and I are committed to reading all of the Newbery Award winners for juvenile fiction. And this library has a fantastic juvenile and children's department, so I really enjoy that part. Uh, I'm 17, turning 18 soon. Um, I've been coming here since I was 10, so it's a good place. It's just kind of become that place where I can just go to after a long day of school. That's, that's the main part. Knowing all the older librarians, you know, that have stayed here, for the last eight years that I've been coming here, it's a pretty cool thing, and I don't want to see them go. The team that they have here is so great. You know, Jesse, you know, Stephanie, uh, Tom, Tim, you know, it's the name on and on and on. The children's section, when I bring my children here, there's just so much good that we could say about the library here, and I'm so grateful for them to make you feel welcome. You know, you know that you know chairs at television show. Everyone, everybody knows your name. Well, this is a library where everyone knows your name, and they really greet you, make you feel like you're special. That was Moab's living room a story about the Grand County Public Library. That piece first aired in volume two of our audio magazine, Great Tape. The theme was neighborhood. You can find the entire audio magazine at our website, kzmu.org. KZMU News is out today for the holiday weekend. We'll see you next week.